0: while making a positive impact in your community. Hi, this is Robert Fukui, your host of the Purpose and Profitability Podcast, where we believe that having a profitable, purpose led business can lead to community transformation. Welcome back to uh, episode three. And if this is your first time listening to this podcast, uh, welcome. And I'm so grateful that you've tuned in and to listened. Today, we have as my guest, it's well, me. Okay, so last week you heard from the Chief Servant Officer of Nehemiah Project, Patrice who's whose organization is actually the sponsor of this podcast, and, and today I want to explore more of the topic of why purpose is important in your business. And so the title of this podcast is Purpose and Profitability. So this month being the kind of, the I guess, the um, initial month of this podcast, we want to explore uh, what purpose means and, and how it applies to your business. And last week, when I interviewed Patrice, it was to give you more of an illustration of what purpose can look like, and even how to identify your purpose. And so, this this topic of, of purpose, it's I know it's uh, been getting bigger and bigger. And you know, there's someone named Simon Sinek who's who's been a, a big thought leader in the area of being purpose led, uh, having a purpose led business. And so. Uh, I want to explore that topic uh, a little further uh, today and I know this is a question that people always ask is why why do I exist and not just for business but just in general this is a, a the number one question that has been um, plaguing man from the beginning of time why do I exist why am I here and certainly that's a, a valid question and we all want to be uh, have a fulfilled life um, life that's filled with Purpose and not just doing things, just going to school or just punching a time clock for work or just having a business or whatever it is that you're you're doing or have done. We want to have some. We want to feel like we're doing something with meaning that it means something to somebody. And so this question of purpose and, and why is something that's fundamental even for business. But too many times, entrepreneurs, we don't think of our, our business as fulfilling a purpose. We just feel it's more of a means to an end, a way to make money, um, a way to excel from a professional level. But we hardly ever think of our business as something that is part of our purpose and so when you're asking this question why what's my purpose and and certainly i've i've mentored some some millennials and I've, I've even mentored some some older adults and those that are my age or maybe even a little older and it's a lot of times when i'm, I'm giving workshops or training around business you know and talking about being purpose-led um that's you know one of the questions comes up is always how do i find that out how do i find out what my purpose is in in this business and in 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 and also, how do I find out what my purpose is in, in general, especially if I'm talking to millennials? Well, the first thing I always like to say, and I want to say it to you now as you're listening, is currently you are living in your purpose. So regardless of what your situation is, whether it's you're having a, a great time in your life or whether you're even going into uh, or, or, if you're, or if you're going through a down period in your life, that you're living in your purpose. And Nothing is by accident. I don't. I don't believe anything's by accident, and that everything that you're going through, have gone through, is kind of a process, a learning opportunity, a learning process uh, to be better in the future, to ultimately be, um, help other people. Um, maybe even going through similar situations that that you're going through right now, uh, and it's always in preparation for that next step. And so we are all. Living in our purpose right now, and I think you need to understand that. That you know, when we talk about purpose, a lot of times we're thinking about 20, 30 years from now, or you know, when you're finally 65 and you can look back and go, "Okay, I lived a great, fulfilled life," and then you're looking at your current situation, and go, "You know, this isn't really fulfilling." Um, well. The, the where you are right now is just part of the 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 process. But when you look back, even right now, whatever your situation is, when you start to look back uh, of your life, and all the good things and all the even the bad things that have happened in your life, you'll start to see um, how things come together. You may not be able to see it right now, but I think in the future, you can look back at even the down periods of life, you'll see how that was actually beneficial for you. I know there was a, a period in my life when we had moved from Hawaii when I was nine years old, and uh, we were first two or three years in, in San Jose, California, we moved around quite a bit. In fact, I think uh, from the time I was born till the time I was about 15 or 16, I calculated we had moved total of 12 times and so that's that's quite a bit and especially growing up um, I hated I hate moving because I'd go to school establish some friends and then next thing you know right when I'm comfortable we're moving and so I really hated that Um, so but looking back at it especially in my professional career when you know I was working for a company that had downsized a few times and and I even had to relocate there was a lot of challenges there was a lot of um, uh, just you know un- uncertainty in even a period in my professional career but I was always able to navigate those things well and just be able to deal with what was right in front of me and I dealt with it so well that you know I even became known as the most adaptable person in the company um, but I was rewarded for it as well because I was able to stick to it and regardless of the situation what the company was going through um, I just made the best of it and the company really appreciated that for me and I got rewarded for that and financially and as well as in other ways so I I look back at that period in my life of moving around with a lot with my ability to just kind of go with the flow and make the best of it and, you know, make lemon, lemonade out of lemons is like that phrase says. says. But then that's just part of it. Even in my, um, in my sales career, I think my ability to adapt in front of the customer. So I… Definitely, would do all my research, and I was prepared for the, the sales presentation. But as any good salesperson knows, that you know, the customer a lot of times hits you with a lot of different things, and things you might have prepared for. But I was able to adapt, and um, um, and I think a lot of that had to do with that past of of having to adapt, just because I didn't have a choice when we moved around a lot. But so what I'm getting at is looking back at your own story. The good and the bad things in your in your life will help you develop some insight into not just where you were, but even where you might be headed to. You start to see some of the reoccurring themes in your life of what are the key strengths that always seem to come up in the times of stress. Um, that's that's kind of the true the true self. That's kind of your brand strength, so to speak, is when you're able to in my case, able to adapt so much. And that became kind of a, a little bit of a personal brand for me within the company I was working for. So looking back at your story will help you evaluate your life, look at all the experiences you've had, and see how you're prepared, see your, how the, all your key strengths have come up over and over and over again. And then it'll help you get a little bit of an insight even into the future about what is your purpose moving forward, um, not just with your professional career, but even in your, just your personal life. And so we're all born with innate skills and abilities, but it's our life experiences that really grooms us for that next step, for that ultimate purpose. And I put ultimate in in quotations there, that ultimate purpose, because I don't believe we ever reach our true ultimate purpose, the end purpose, until... Pretty much, we pass away um, because I think we're always supposed to be learning. We're always supposed to be productive as people, and so we're never we never reach the end uh, until we well reach the end. <laughs> so really appreciate the ride and don't beat yourself up about you know what is my purpose and just uh, understand and appreciate where you are right now. Enjoy the ride and even the bumpy parts because it's sometimes those bumpy parts in the road that are very uh, crucial uh, to groom you for that next step. And you know. I, I uh, I interviewed Patrice last week, and he shared his story, uh, growing up as a spoiled kid uh, in Cameroon, Africa, of all places, and then his parents really wanted to, you know, really groom his. I guess get him, make sure get him to mature in in some way, and so uh, they basically exported him to America to live with his aunt, and so. It's interesting because his aunt wasn't wasn't very well off. They were actually, uh, I guess, I don't know if they were poor, but they definitely weren't well off, and. Patrice coming from his family, a family of entrepreneurs, and even had high political assignments. They did very well. They're they're wealthy. Patrice came from a place of privilege, and then he goes to America, and is actually in a place of poverty, which is kind of ironic because typically you think of people moving from a place like Africa, uh, poverty stricken, and then come to America for a better life and and you, and you and experience a better life. Well, in his case, it was the opposite growing growing up with a family, his aunt, um, that didn't have a whole lot of money. And then even though his mom was um, giving him some finances from Cameroon, but then there's was an issue with the family businesses, and there was just they got into some financial trouble, and so the family finances just kind of dried up, and so that forced Patrice to have to take care of himself, and so he had to think, you know, what what am I going to do? And so because so he basically just leveraged his entrepreneurial roots because his his parents were entrepreneurial, and started his first business at the age of eighteen with his with his girlfriend and now wife Gina. And that business, uh, from that business, uh, grew another business. And now he's got this training program, this business training program that reaches 22 countries. Now, at the time when he started his business, I don't, I don't believe he had the idea or the vision that he was going to create a curriculum that was going to reach across, across the globe. But here he is uh, doing that. And so and it was that down period in his life, in his family's life, that forced him to really uh, leverage his entrepreneurial roots to build a business that ultimately was gonna impact many nations. And so, and even in a nation like Madagascar, like he shared last week, there's, uh, you know, Madagascar is one of the poorest countries in the world and yet he's trained up i don't know uh, over over 500 entrepreneurs and developed i don't know how many businesses are there, are, are there but and but it's having a positive impact in the communities in which they're teaching their curriculum the business training curriculum and so here he is going from Africa to America developing a training program that now moves back to africa to help the people there i believe that if he stayed in cameroon and grew up in cameroon with his family i don't believe that he would be doing what he's doing right now because he was like i said he was a spoiled kid and he was probably would have grown up started a business but it was really going to be for himself um, versus going to america um, having to experience some level of poverty and then Experiencing the poverty himself, and then developing a business out of necessity, so that he could take care of himself and his family. But then also because he was had a mentor that really had a heart to teach, I think that really impacted Patrice as well. So when he developed his training curriculum to teach, then his heart went out to people of need. And then of course, being his roots are in Africa, um, he did start. Uh, launched the curriculum in his home country of Cameroon, but also eventually it grew and his his influence grew and then the opportunity came to to launch the curriculum in a place like Madagascar as well. and to see the kind of fruit that he's having and the impact that he's having through his curriculum is just awesome. And so you know you know so like I said it's sometimes it's those down periods in our life that are the most um, the most important periods in our life. So never take the down times in your life. And don't just forget it, and don't just kind of brush it aside and, and forget about it, but really look at that, look at those periods and see, what what can I learn from that? What are the key strengths that popped up um, during those periods of time? So for me, as far as, you know, understanding my purpose, well, you know, for me, I, I grew up as a, a pastor's kid. And... Um, I did not want to go in the ministry, so my dad pastored some churches in Hawaii and then even in in San Jose, and one thing I knew I didn't want to do as I was growing up was, was be a pastor. So I figured, okay, I'll be a business major. went to San Jose State University, majored in business and concentrated in marketing. I figured about as far away from the ministry you could go. And then I worked for some great companies. My first job out of college was with Coca-Cola. And I enjoyed a lot of successes, a lot of sales successes, and won a lot of sales awards, won trips along with that, and won a lot of awards. But the one award that sticks out, it didn't stick out at the time, but the one award that I was given in a national sales convention with my uh, previous company was Develops People. The name of the award was called Develops People. At the time, I just you know, cool. It was a cool thing. It was in front of the the national sales team and everything, and it was it was obviously I was honored to receive that. Um, but I I never gave it a whole much other thought, and I I remember even thinking I'm like, why, why am I getting this? I'm not a manager. Um, yeah, I did some sales training and so forth, and on a day-to-day basis, I was pretty much in the sales field, and it was kind of by myself. But I'd hear little comments even back then from some of the salespeople in my district about how I was kind of the glue of the district and how I was the the voice of reason sometimes and things were going bad with the company, or and a number of things, but they would comment on how uh, impactful I was, even within the sales district. And I, I can never figure out why, because it wasn't like we, um, I interacted with them a ton, but yet for whatever whatever it is I did do, whether it was by example or the things that I said or the times when I was in in training, um, obviously it had some kind of impact. And then moving forward, um, last year, I as I as I was about to launch my consulting business full-time, I-61, you know, I was really thinking through, you know, what is my my niche? What is my uh, differentiator as a marketing consultant? And so it was really through a process of even asking my wife um, that it came down to, it wasn't so much my marketing knowledge that was going to stick out, but it was my ability to develop people, to draw out the core strengths in people so that they could Do the marketing better so they can lead their business better so that they can be more profitable. And it wasn't so much about the tactics that I drew up, um, but it was about how I could even change the person and and move that information of the marketing information, marketing strategy from head knowledge to really more of a heart understanding. So there's a difference between just having a knowledge and having a true understanding. And that takes really developing the person. Um, Because when you're just drawing up a marketing plan and talking about different SEO strategies or or internet strategies or what have you, um, it's one thing for the person to see it and say, okay, I understand what that means. But to really have a full understanding, that's when you really see lasting change. Because unless there's really a a real heart understanding of what needs to be done with the business, whether it's marketing or leadership or finance or whatever, unless there's a real true understanding, you're not going to really see lasting change. So I know, and I I saw this early on, that I could do all the market research and focus groups and do all the right things fundamentally right in developing a marketing strategy. But unless the person, unless the, the owner, the executive team or whoever that is going to execute the, the strategy. Unless there's a true development of them, unless there's a true heart understanding of what needs to be done, then, then it's not going to go very far. And so, for me, I, I saw early on that it's my ability to really not just instruct and not just teach, but it was really a way of pastoring. So, I kind of linked this back to my pastoral roots with my dad. So I, like I said earlier, I didn't want to be a, a pastor. But what I've seen now is that I do pastor the people. I do pastor my clients because I have to really reach them at a more personal level than, than just a professional level. Because in business, there's so many things besides just the um, the practical side of business, like doing dealing with the finance and dealing with marketing, dealing with customers. But it's how do you... Deal with all the issues that come up. You know, with, with business leaders, with entrepreneurs, with the business owners, the deal with so much. And there's also a lot of a lot of other emotional and mental issues that go along with running the business and trying to develop it in a successful way. And so, I have to move beyond just the strategy part and really have to understand the person and really help them along, not just understanding the marketing strategy, but even understand how to deal with people, with other people in their organization, how to deal with customers. And so there's so much more that I end up doing than just developing a marketing strategy. So when I look back at at my own life, and it's funny that my last company I was with, that they gave me this award of developing people. At the time, I didn't think much of it, but looking back now, I see how that's significant in my life moving forward, and that I don't just do it just with business owners. I mentor some people, I mentor some millennials. I even mentor you know even older people, um people even older than than me sometimes um, when the circumstances arise. But no matter what I do, whether it's professionally or personally, I'm always doing that. I'm always developing people. So your purpose always has to do with how you positively impact people. So it doesn't matter if you're doing it in business or you're volunteering or if you're mentoring people, but your purpose just follows you. It's always, it's always there. Um, the key thing is you, not, you need to allow it to come out, even outside of your business, because a lot of times we, we have great fulfillment in our business career, in our, in our business, because that's what we know how to do. We're successful at it. But then we don't bring it home. We don't bring it outside of our our business. We we think that our our gifting, our skills, only applies in business. But in actuality, it applies in every aspect of our life. I just saw a little video by um, Mark Mark Timms, uh, one of the vice presidents of Ziegler Incorporated, and he talked about how he ran successful businesses, successful healthy businesses. But he didn't have a successful healthy home life until he finally realized, wait, I'm gifted at developing strong, healthy organizations. And when you develop healthy organizations, that means you're developing healthy people. And he's thinking, why am I not doing this at home? And so he said, okay, I'm going to do it at home now. And now his home life is great. So now he's got a very fulfilled life because not only is his business career or his business healthy, but more importantly, his family life is healthy. So when you start to understand your your own giftings and you know, and and all that, and, and a lot of times we're acting it out in our business, but a lot of times we don't act it out in our personal life. So no matter what you do, just be mindful and be purposeful and be intentional about bringing your skill set, the things that you've been been groomed to do over the course of your life, to bring it in every aspect of what you do, and then you'll have a greater, more fulfilled life. Because a lot of times, people's identity is tied up in their business, and they think anything outside the business, they don't know what to do. Or outside the career, they don't know what to do. Um, but when you understand that your giftings and your talents um, can reach more uh, and can reach a broader scope than just within your business, you'll have a much more fulfilled life. So I hope this was helpful. Um, you know, I wasn't quite sure how this was going to come out when I started. <laughs> so, so I hope this was definitely helpful. Um, if you want to know more, definitely you know reach out and email me. But and later we're going to unpack how the understanding of your purpose can increase the profits of your business you know again the, the name of this podcast is called purpose and profitability so we want to link how your purpose will lead to even an increase in profits in your business and and we'll impact that in later episodes but you know if if you want to hear more even on this this topic if you if, if you want me to impact this even even more we're going to have time for, of course in the future hopefully this podcast lasts for a while so that um you know whatever we can't cover in the next 20 in 20 or 30 minutes we can always do in future episodes but whether it's this or you've, you know for or if you have any other business questions or topics you want we would like to hear, email me at prosper at i61businessdevelopment.com. That's prosper at the letter I, the number 61, businessdevelopment.com. Or go to our Facebook page, Purpose and Profitability. And then tune in next week as I interview Kelly Leonard of the Taylor Leonard Corporation as she talks about moving from security to prosperity. So thank you for listening. This is Robert Fakui, And remember, purpose plus profit equals transformation. See you next week. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. For more information, please visit PurposeAndProfit.com.